0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of Future of Tax, the KPMG podcast series for tax leaders. For today's episode, I'm joined once again by Giselle Bellotto, partner, KPMG in the US, and Douglas Zuvich, global practice leader, trade and customs KPMG, and also a partner at KPMG in the US. In today's episode, we'll discuss outsourcing activities and how they can help elevate global trade. Doug and Giselle, thanks for joining me on the phone today. Yeah, thank you very much. Hello. Doug, I'd like to kick off our conversation with you, if that's all right. As KPMG's Global Head of Trade and Customs, could you run us through some of the changes in the world of trade and customs, which have caused companies to give outsourcing and manage services a fresh look?
1: That's a, that's a great question. I actually think I need to step back a moment and, and really lay out there that there has been an ongoing trend in global trade to, to really separate the operations and compliance that's the the tactical, um, you know, getting goods through borders, making sure declarations are are right, that operational piece away from the governance and strategy function of a trade function, which is more on how do we make sure we get it right? What processes do we have? What is our longer-term vision? How do we add the greatest value for the organization? So we've had this trend now for for a number of years. What's happened most recently is with the, with everything that's going on in the trade, with it hitting the front pages of the newspaper, with Brexit, with the new tariffs or retaliatory tariffs and anti-dumping duties, um, and so many free trade agreements, there's just been a, a an increase in the profile of the trade organization across um, across companies. Right? It's now at the sea level. It's getting discussions at the board. Right? So, um, so really, one the, the profile of trade has been raised. Companies are seeing that there is a that there's value in a strong trade program, right? Um, and at the same time, the trade executives that are are now receiving pressure, from good pressure from the C level, from the board, um, to really add great value, to be there in the decision-making process, to to be forward-thinking, to add to to add perspectives they weren't adding before. But at the same time, they're getting those pressures. They still have to make sure the goods are moving across borders. They need to make sure every declaration is declared um, is correctly. So they're, they're they're struggling a little bit. So you have both of these pieces, and then on top of that, we had COVID and the pandemic, right? And that changed us. You know, it changed the dynamics of of how we realize work can get done. So you pull all that together, and it really just take, took the trend of of uh, taking operations and governance and kind of splitting them up a little bit and, and that fuels outsourcing because the operation side is really what we're talking about outsourcing. We're talking about outsourcing the test type work, the work, uh, the transactional stuff um, and leaving the strategy and governance within the organization where they can add the greatest value to to, to the bigger group.
0: That's great, Doug. Thank you. And based on these changes, what are you seeing teams struggle with the most as it relates to ensuring compliance, maintaining efficacy and containing costs? Giselle, perhaps we could start with you and then hear from Doug.
2: Yeah, so on the previous question, Doug mentioned trade being in the front page of newspapers like never before. And that means that trade executives are getting calls from C-level executives like never before. And those are the types of calls that they need to drop everything to answer. And what are they dropping so you know even thinking about a mid sized multinational company they need to classify every product for every country that they're importing into that's a really time-consuming effort in a separate analysis needs to be done for every product and they're doing this you know thousands of times a day for thousands of products so trade professionals now are having a really hard time being able to manage and maintain these day-to-day operational tasks that don't go away with everything that's going on on the newspapers right that continues and being able to manage both things right now is a huge struggle and it's really putting these trade functions to the test and stressing out a lot of these executives and they're really like there's just not enough time in the day for them to be able to manage everything
1: Giselle that, that's um, a fantastic point i'm going to answer that slightly different which is to respond to those C-level questions or to any questions from the organization, trade departments need to have great visibility into what's going on around the world, what's moving in and out, and have that data at their fingertips. And um, a lot of companies don't have that, the systems, don't have the infrastructure to be able to pull that information together in a valuable way, right? And so they're being asked to be more strategic but a lot of times they don't have the tools to, uh, to, to really deliver it in the way that uh, they, they'd like to.
0: What are we seeing as some of the opportunities that outsourcing and managed services can bring to the table in order to elevate trade teams?
2: Yeah, I'll pick up on the point of technology that Doug just made. And this is one of the areas where having the right partner can really make a huge difference. There are no trade departments out there that don't have and ask around technology the right partner that's investing in the right technology can bring the techn- their technology team to the table can really make the biggest difference and bridge the gap we don't need to wait for their internal teams to have the time to you know implement a new system that's going to take months and months to do to build all kinds of um configurations within particular business needs we can bring that on to our clients, right? We have a whole team that does that, that is dedicated only to trade, that understands best practices, and we can help our clients uh, really set up a best practice process with the technology that they need, but are really challenged to get today.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna jump in on that and think about it, there's two ways to look at it as well, right? One is those companies need visibility into what their outsource provider is doing, right? They need dashboards, they need metrics, they need to just be comfortable because they're ultimately responsible for the compliance. That's why they need a good quality provider um, and they need to have good metrics to make sure that everything is looking good and they can do that easily. But on the flip side, they also need great visibility and, and data around their transactions and where things are flowing and the tariff set they're paying, what the origins are of their, of their products, just so they can then use that to help them be more strategic and add greater value to, to the organization with this extra time that they're gonna have because they won't have to deal with all the operational management and they can just do you know, have a control function over it versus the actual do function.
0: And how are you seeing outsourcing support collaboration between the tax function and the trade function?
1: Doug? I think first it's important for me to go back and make the point that a big part of outsourcing these operational activities is to give the trade department more time to focus on higher value strategic type work, right? I think think that's key, right? When they feel comfortable that there's a quality provider that they have dashboards they can check, they can control, but now they can have their team and themselves have data, have insights, and time, most importantly time, to focus on higher-value strategic work. They can work with departments like the tax department to do things that they probably always wanted to do, knowing that they needed to do. Meaning, for one, they can work together to really um, help the tax department understand what the customer's rules are, So that maybe together, the two departments can figure out how to price their products, you know, right so that they meet both the tax, um, IRS, transport requirements, as well as the customs valuation requirements, and potentially even putting those prices, setting those prices in a position that will um, maybe save some tariffs around the world. You know, there's a lot of interaction between tax and, and trade, such as, you know, royalties and licensing fees. A lot of times those are dutiable if they're not set up correctly. So this is where the, the trade team can work closely with the tax team to make sure they review royalty agreements and license agreements before they go into play. Um, there's, just, there's just a lot of things that they can do now they couldn't do before because they didn't have the bandwidth at the time. And I think outsourcing really allows them to, uh, to focus on that and to add more value to the organisation.
0: Before a company considers shifting to a managed service approach to trade compliance, are there certain requirements they should consider?
2: Yeah, that's a really good question because there's a lot of misconceptions out there that a lot of people think that before moving on to managed services, they need to establish a really solid program, that they need to have um, automation, that they need to have clean data and organized data before they can move on to managed services. The reality is those are the issues that managed services will solve for you. So with the right provider that has you know the, the right global footprint, the right resources, can actually address all of that as you're moving into managed services Um, we have clients that had zero automation and have multiple systems that we were able to automate work with them to automate the process through a managed services um, engagement we have clients that had basically no trade department whatsoever and no compliance processes that we were able to develop best practice processes and then you know, manage it for them. So it really, there is, really isn't the right, a right answer of who is the best company or when are they going to be ready for managed services. It's just a matter of what are the things that you're struggling with right now. And those are likely things that a partner through managed services can help you with.
0: Doug and Giselle, to wrap up our conversation, if you could leave our listeners with one piece of advice or, or a key message on this topic, what would it be? Giselle, can I come to you first?
2: i would say that the most important thing to remember is that picking the right provider for managed services like a marriage so you need to make sure that you're going to pick someone that's there for the long run you know a company that's well-established that you're not going to get bought out tomorrow and maybe change their focus and they're really going to be your partner for the long run and obviously that will have the right resources where you need them be it you know in three countries or a hundred countries A partner that's able to scale up and down in terms of volume as your business needs it. So, if there's cyclical um, type of requirements that for a couple of months you need 100 people, that it can be staffed that way. And a company that, or a partner that's really investing in technology, we keep coming back to technology, but it it is part of our daily lives. And there are a lot of experimental technologies that customs agencies around the world are looking at things like blockchain and artificial intelligence. So you want a partner that's able to seriously invest on those types of technologies as well, so that when those changes come and become a reality of our everyday life, that they're able to bring you with them seamlessly. So be careful on who you pick, but if you pick the right partner, then it can really be a transformational experience for the tree department and even for the company overall.
1: So I just wanna add to that, yeah, when you're picking a provider, I think picking a provider that has a wide lens, someone that's not just focused on a particular, you know, operational thing, but someone that can help you through the entire trade process is is key. And the other thing I just wanna jump in on and make the final point, what you said about transformational, is companies move forward in outsourcing, if they do it right and they go with a provider that has the right infrastructure, This can be totally transformational uh, for both the trade function as well as for every every professional in that trade function, because they're now going to be able to spend their time and focus on adding greater value. You know, working with other partners throughout the organization. I I think it's just a um, a really monumental um, positive. Uh, moment for companies when they when they move towards the outsourcing model when they do it right
2: and we've gone through so many changes over the last year why not think of this as your next change
0: doug and giselle thanks for joining me on the podcast today it's been really interesting and you've given our listeners a lot to think about join us again next time and please email us with any questions you have about today's episode at tax at kpmg.com and we'd also love to hear from you with any suggestions you have for future episodes